What's up? Welcome back to Very Cool with Tyler Q, the podcast. What's up, guys? How are you? Are you well? How are your loved ones? How is your life? How are things in your life? I hope everything is well. I hope you guys are doing good. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Q. And on today's episode, we got a really, 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 really good one today. We got my buddy Gus. I don't know if many of you know Gus or by his real name, Jared, which we'll get into at the very beginning of the episode, but Gus is an awesome dude. He is a BYU Cougars football fan. He likes RSL. He reps some of the San Diego sports teams. We're going to talk about sports, of course. It's kind of the the rolling theme on the very cool podcast, but we're also going to get a quite a few other things like raising kids, his mission, which I didn't, I actually didn't know where he went, and it turns into a pretty fascinating conversation. Um, he likes Lagoon. He's got a Lagoon season pass. We're going to get into some of that stuff. But anyways, like I said, we got my buddy Gus coming on. I'd like to welcome everybody in for the, you know, the second consecutive week. Two podcasts coming at you uh, without any insane, like, delays as far as, like, weeks goes. I'm trying to do back-to-back episodes. Like I said, I owe you guys for sticking around. So, you know what? Without further ado, episode 24 of Very Cool with Tyler Q. Let's get to it. This is Very Cool with Tyler Q. Alright, welcome back to the podcast. Just sipping on some dues. Kind of chopping it up about how bad Diet Mountain Dew is. (laughs) With my buddy uh, Gus. How you doing, man? Dude, I'm, uh, I'm hanging in there. So... Before we get into it, you have always been Gus to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you yeah. a story. I think I've told you this before, but <laughs> you've always been Gus ever since I've known you. But I think, yeah, man, it must have been like five, maybe five years ago. I think when you first joined Twitter, you found me and added me as Jared Crouch. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know who this is. I have no idea. And I think you sent me a message being like, hey, man, remember those crazy shows we played with Victory? And I was like, I still don't really know who this is. <laughs> is it I never... like some random dude, like uh, that? You, some like you knew in the provost scenes, like yeah, yeah, man. Remember we were at that show together. I mean, your face looked totally familiar, but I was like, I cannot figure out who this dude is. And I think I finally got it once you had sent me another message about maybe no one calling or something, right? And I was like, oh shit, it's Gus because <laughs> <laughs> I had never heard anybody call you anything but Gus ever. Yeah, so I had. Uh, uh, my real name's Jared. Okay, yeah. Obviously, we've established that. But when I was in high school, middle school, high school, I was on the chubbier side. And uh, my best friend, to this day, he he lives like five minutes from me, started calling me Gus Gus. Okay. I think I knew this story, actually. Because... After the mouse from... Because Gus okay. Gus was the, the fat mouse on Cinderella. 
And like, I even knew that he, why he was calling me Gus. Yeah. But it was just one of those things. Like, you just ran with it. And so, not a lot of people, like in my close circle, would call me Gus. Just he would. And then he started introducing me as Gus to, as we grew older, went to college, etc. Uh, he would introduce me to different groups of friends, etc. as Gus. Yeah. And so, you know, when you start college, you, you, you're you kind of separate or, you know, I grew up in Boise. And so it's not too far away, but you had a core group that I moved down here with. But you start meeting new people. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of those things like, I have this new identity <laughs> no one really knows who I am. Yeah, yeah. And Gus is, it's not super unique, but it's unique enough that when you tell someone your name is Gus, they're like, oh, yeah, like, I can remember that. Yeah. That's not Jared. Did your parents ever call you Gus? No. Yeah. No. Who who calls you Gus? Like old friends, high school friends? Not even all my old, just this one high school really? friend. Really? Okay. He'll still call me Gus for the most part. And then random, like, random people I met throughout when I was in school. Yeah, yeah. So throughout living in Provo for eight years. That's funny. So <laughs> so it's stuck, dude, but it's funny because everyone's like, Gus, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gus. What's up, Gus? I still had not, I don't I wouldn't say within the recent you know, months, but within the past couple of years, I, like, I saw someone. I was with my wife at like some shopping bazaar something. Yeah. Crap in, show. In Provo, right? <laughs> We're like, oh, my wife's like, I want to go down to this thing and look at these. Uh, I'm like, all right, cool. Let's do it. And I saw someone in there. I was like, that person looks super familiar. And I haven't you know, lived in Provo for 10 years. And it, she came up and she's like, um, are you Gus? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I had no yeah, clue. Yeah, yeah. I just knew she looked familiar, but I had no clue who this person was. I was like, the, it lives on, dude. It's easy to remember. Did your did your wife ever like know you? At, did she meet you as Jared? Yeah. Were, okay. Yeah. She never. But she knows knew. people still call you that. She knows people still call me Gus, yeah. but it's like so little That's that funny. she she doesn't know that whole side. Yeah, we met after I left school, and she's just always known me as Jared. <laughs> so we'll kind of start there. I was thinking about this all day. How does a bald, skinny? Bart Simpson voiced looking motherfucker. How did you land a babe like your wife, dude? I have to know. Dude, um what what did you do to her? Like? Okay, so it was like I'm not I told I was telling someone this the other day. I'm not like a I don't believe in fate. Okay. Like I'm not like yeah, like the stars aligned and <laughs> like you know how people apply yeah, yeah, this yeah. like we like we live in Utah, right? So a lot of people have this kind of mythological approach to like yeah, like everything aligned and it, and it was just so I, but it was pretty crazy, the circumstances, how we met. Like, long story short, I was living out of state. I was moving. I was living in Kansas City. I was moving to California. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. No idea. And I only lived there for six months, okay. Kansas City. I was on my way to Orange County, and it was like holidays, so I just decided to stick around here. Live with my pa- my parents for like a month while I was waiting to move down. And... uh there were some other events that happened in there. I was actually – so I was moving from out of state, and I was out of town for work. I woke up like it was like a Saturday morning, texted uh, – I was staying with a friend down in Vegas, texted my friend, uh, buddy up here. I was like, hey, I'm back. What's going on? Just to get the vibe of like, yeah. is there anything cool? It's like, should I drive back from <laughs> Vegas today, or should I just hang out in Vegas? Yeah, yeah. 
And my buddy's like, oh, yeah, we're having this birthday party for a mutual friend that we both knew. And so I end up driving home that day. It's like Saturday morning. Got home, changed, and like went to this party. And my wife is just happened to have the same mutual friend. And so it was kind of funny because it was me and three other dudes that were all at this party. And uh, first I looked at my buddies, and we all were kind of like eyeing her, and I was like – I'm like, you know what? Like, hands off, basically. I called dibs. Like, I straight dibs, up called, I called dibs on dibs, her. Baby. And, like, I got a lot of shit for calling dibs. That's funny. But I'm like, dude, like, shoot your shot, dude. Like, I'm shooting my shot. Yeah. And it wasn't the best first impression because, so it was, like, a black and white party. So I was in, like, a white shirt, like, black dress pants. And everyone was dressed up. And it was, like, a Mormon party. So you were at had, church, basically. <laughs> I was basically church. <laughs> but it was... It was like a Mormon party, so they had grape juice, you know, yeah, like yeah. the, and some idiot spills his grape oh. juice, like like I'm literally within thirty seconds of walking in the door, I turn and this idiot spills a whole glass of grape juice on me, and you know there's probably I don't know how many people were there, super Mormon party, and I just turn and I'm like, you fucking asshole, <laughs> like super loud. And it was just, like, really <laughs> offensive to everyone there. And this dude felt really bad, but I was so pissed. I yeah. went on a tirade, and I had to, like, take my shirt off, like, wash it. And the dude even offered to pay for my dry cleaning. And I was like, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> like, oh, I was so pissed. And so, yeah, that was my first impression. And then, uh, so she was a little hesitant, but. And it went from there, man. We just, uh. Shout hit it off. I took her to Del Taco on her first Shout date. Shout out to Angie, right? Angie, right? <laughs> she goes by Ange. Ange. She, she would not like it if... What's if, her real name? I, What's her... Angela. Just Angela. But okay. she doesn't... I don't know why she hates being called Angie. I've never asked her why you she hates it. you call her just it. Ange? I just call her Ange. That's right. I dig that. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. thanks for that. Thanks for that story, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, like I said, we got my buddy Gus, Jared. So we're gonna we're gonna get to know him a little bit because I, I don't know you all that well, honestly. We've, yeah, I mean, we just... Pl- like... We've hung out on occasion, but it's always been about music. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, talking shit on text. Where are you you from originally? So I grew up in Boise. Okay. Born and raised my whole life. Did you go to high high school? High school, everything. I moved to one house. Shout out to the gym state. Dude. Dude, I'm glad you knew that, dude. (laughs) I only know that from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah, so I grew up, Boise's on, like, the southwestern yep. side, and uh, any listeners out there have seen Napoleon Dynamite, that's, like, southeastern. Yeah. It's kind of opposite side of the state. Where does, Preston is where that takes place. Preston. Right? That's, yeah. like, border. It's, like, Utah. the border of Utah, yeah. yeah. No, so I grew up in Boise, and, uh, yeah, dude, met, like, a core group of friends, and a few of them end up going to school in Utah. And so I was like, well, I got nothing better to do, so I think I'll try to go to school there. This is a weird question, but because I'm sure you get it all the time living here. Like, do people ask you, like, what do you do in Idaho? Or what do you do in Utah? Like, because it's like, if you had to take every state and put, like, the most boring states, it'd be, like, Utah, Idaho, and, like, Wyoming, right? Right. I think to most people, to, yeah. I think like, uh, I, like, I, like I when have, I would go on tour and people would be like, "Oh, you're from Utah. What do you do in Utah?" <laughs> yeah, and it's like, "What do you, what do you do?" Yeah, like you're, I, I you, go to Del Taco. You're and, in like Tulsa, Oklahoma, <laughs> and they're like, "What do you do in Utah?" It's like, dude, I oh we um 
Yo, we rent movies at the Seven yeah. Eleven, or yeah, I don't know. That's a weird question, right? Like, it is kind of weird because I think, but I think it's like if you don't live in like Los Angeles or New York, it's like what What do you do? Well, like, growing growing up, it was always popularized, right? Like, yeah. Oh, like the city, West Coast, go East here. Coast, yeah. This is amazing. And if you didn't live on one of those, you lived in like a shithole. Yeah, yeah. And so people that, and so even growing up, you're like, I can't wait to get out of here. This is this place sucks. And what you quickly realize as you get older is like, everywhere's the same. Yeah, it's it's stupid. There's differences, it's a stupid but everywhere's <laughs> the same. It's like, what do you do? It's like, so like in high school, did you? I mean, in Idaho, did you like skate or? Oh yeah. Music so and stuff? so grew up like uh, t- I have two older brothers. I, I'm a f- one of five i'm right in the middle and my two older brothers were like way into skating and snowboarding so just grew up doing that and music i wasn't ever good at like any athletics and so i just started playing music oh yeah and got into the drums and what are some of the first bands you got into oh first bands like you kind of a punk rock dude right (laughs) i mean like I still remember the first CD I bought. This is a great. This is a, a great question that you should ask going to work. Like the first <laughs> CD you bought, because I vividly right. remember going to the p- place was called the Record Exchange in Boise, little local record shop. Shout out Record Exchange. And do you remember this band, <coughs> Green Jello? But they had to change their name to Green Jelly. Is this, was um, what's his face is in that band? Isn't Maynard was in that band, right? I don't know. I have no idea. I want to say he was. But they had to change their name to Green Jelly, and they got popular because they sang uh, Three Little Pigs. But they did like yeah, a yeah, heavy yeah. Three yeah, Little yeah. Pigs, and the video was like a claymation. Did they of, have a like, song called like Green Jello Sucks, right? Oh, have I have no idea. Because I was in a band with a kid who liked them, and they, I remember <laughs> hearing the Three Little Pigs. I only remember the Three Little Pigs song. And I remember I was so innocent, I was probably like 10 years old, <laughs> and I bought the CD yeah. because of the Three Little Pigs song, and I remember listening to it, and there was one track about, like, something my monkey, and I had no idea what that meant. My older brother was like, oh, dude, that means your dick, dude. <laughs> like, I'm like 10 years old, and and it's the song oh, about, shit. like, you know, so anyway, I still vividly remember buying buying that album, but... You know, my brothers were into like ner- into the grunge scene, so Nirvana, Soundgarden. So I kind of started listening to that. I re- I remember you know getting into Weezer and kind of seeing that transition. And um, it's funny because on Twitter, someone had mentioned, you know, what's one of the things that kind of uh, it was a music question. It was kind of along the lines, and I still remember. And a lot of people now look back and say, oh, they kind of sold out for that a little bit, but. I choose not to believe so, but I still remember seeing Rancid when Out Outcome the Wolves came out on Saturday Night Live, and I was blown away. I didn't that know that. It, I didn't know they were on a that. It was the that Lars and Tim were like twenty inch mohawks, dude, just studded out, <laughs> just pu- just punk rock, Hell like. Yeah. And I was like, who are these dudes that hadn't really made that transition yet? So this is probably like what ninety. 94, 95. Early 90s, yeah. And, um, yeah, so from there it was like – I then I started associating with other skate kids and listening to, like, skate punk bands and punk bands and then kind of that transition to, like, hardcore bands. And then you had this weird, like, early 2000s, mid-2000s, like, rise of hardcore bands. Yeah. Like, not super <clears throat> popular, but a little more popularized. And so then you had to, all these weird splits and – 
But I, even to this day, it's like someone was telling me the other day, like, oh, uh, like I listened to this new song on the radio. I was like, dude, if it didn't come out on Fat Records between 1990 oh, and like 2001, yeah. I probably have never heard it. So were you a big like NoFX guy? Oh, dude? yeah, dude. Like anything on Fat, Epitaph, uh, like Side One Dummy. I'm trying to think records. I don't know. I, can't, I don't remember all the labels, but what's your favorite NoFX record? Uh, this is one band I never, ever, ever really got into. My only like <sighs> passings with them or with like going seeing my Warp Tour was the only. See, times. see, I think, but I think because of this follows because of age, right? And it falls right in line with when I got into Rancid, and so my favorite is, is Punk and Drublik. because I and I think it was like. This that was right when Dookie came out, so Green Day was getting big and like punk was getting really big, and and so I like I look back now they've had some records which are eh, like it's okay, but because it's punk- like those those three like Punk and Drublick like Heavy Petting Zoo, and two White Trash Dudes White Trash Two Heaps in a Bean yeah. White Trash Two Heaps in a, I think I first listened to Punk and Drublick and then you start cataloging back right like oh what was before this you had to. The, were you a the decline guy? I love the decline. That's just one song, right? One song, one song. eighteen minutes. I actually saw them play it live once at a Warp yeah, Tour, Warped, yeah, and yeah. I was like, "This is amazing." When I when I was on Warp Tour with them, when I was with Under Oath, they yeah. were on that same Warp Tour. They would let people pick their set every day, like they'd pick a certain person to come by and like write their set. So it was different every day. So they would play like, God, who knows how many songs? Yeah. they have right. 300 songs. Oh, I, I don't even. I mean, probably more than that. But I think there was a few times where recorded. they played like just the decline, like the whole time, or yeah. whatever, which is pretty rad. Yeah, pretty sick. So, what'd you do? When did you finally make your way here? So I graduated high school, and before we get out of the gym state, okay. Were you a? Were you ever like a Boise State guy, dude? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we, uh, my dad had season tickets, dude, to Boise State football what and was the basketball. First time you went to the Smurf tour. I don't. I don't remember the first time. I do remember when they were still division. Because when I growing up, they were division one AA. Yeah, they didn't. They yeah. they were or F, they, F, FCS now. Whenever it was, yeah, yeah. it was division one back or division division two back. division one AA. Because yeah. you had like division one A, which is FBS, and division one AA. Now it's FBS FCS. So they were FBS or FCS. And I mean, I don't remember the first time I went. I was probably twelve. Did you ever watch it on TV? And you're just like, I don't know if that's real or not. No, because you would – I mean, you would drive by it. Like, uh, the all the high – almost all the high schools at the time played there. Like, they didn't have their own stadiums. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, like, the high schools would play there, like, you know, so you'd have two teams that would play, like, one on a Friday, one that on a Saturday. That place is kind of a dump, right? Oh, it's, it's <laughs> it was super dumpy. Because when it, I went up there with a friend to actually pick up Colin one time, so we stopped at the stadium and, like, walked around and, like, they have like the track around yeah. the stadium, yeah. and it's like there was garbage like everywhere. Oh yeah, dude! But it was cool being on the the blue turf. But it was like, man, this stadium. I is... played pee wee football on the really? blue turf. Hell yeah, that's yeah, sick. dude, that's way sick. So I, but I was gonna say I, I remember like I was probably twelve, but I still I still remember there was they had this dude who a cornerback who had one arm. <laughs> really, dude, one arm. He had like a, I mean, he was born like maybe the stump or whatever. He, he had a stump like he was born, you know, with yeah. the, that that genetic. I don't know, not defect is a bad term, but <laughs> that disorder, maybe. disorder. Yeah. But I still remember like watching this dude, like this, and he made intercept. Like he had like five or six interceptions that season. Because I noticed now you don't 
really. Do you still follow them, really? Yeah. I know you never, like, tweeted or anything about them. Like, I'll watch them. Um, I'll still still follow them and watch them, but. I mean, I... I'll admit it. I jumped on the bandwagon pretty hard once they won that Fiesta Bowl. <laughs> oh, dude. Because that, that is still maybe the greatest college football game I've ever seen. Oh, it's so It was good. amazing. Every time they show the the like, the like highlights of it, of like the Statue of Liberty and that stupid like flea flicker pass, it's like, <laughs> oh, man. And then they were just like always so good. Well, what's crazy. Kellen Moore was so fun to watch play. Well, what was crazy about them was, and I think, I, I don't know, you have to, I don't know, look at the numbers or stats, but is they, they were one double A, and I think it was like 1999 they became part of the Big West. Yeah. Did they run roughshod during, like, their, like, early years? Well, the, uh, but I think <laughs> that was when I was kind of like, I was at the, I was like, at the tail end of high school kind of graduating, so I didn't really follow it as closely as maybe I did later, but. I think like initially they kind of sucked. Like oh, they just like anyone, you gotta yeah. acclimate yourself. Well, it's a team from Idaho, for God's sake. Yeah, I like... mean they're playing in the Big West. You have these different schools, but I think they dominate. Once they started dominating, was it that, Big West or Big Sky? Was Big well, Sky, Big huh? Sky was, was it... when they were one AA. Okay, and then they went to the Big West, and then I think from there they went to the WAC, and now they're obviously they're right, the Mountain yeah. West. But I think from the it, once they started seeing success there, I mean it was crazy. Like. Just how quickly I'd be interested to like go back and look at data on like, are there other teams that have acclimated from coming from that level so fast? Yeah, I yeah. mean, this is less than twenty years, yeah. and you're talking about a team that you know went from one double A talent to played in like three BCS games, pretty much. Or like yeah, so a perennial. Like, I mean, they're the they're past few years on, they've they're been a little bit on the decline, yeah. but but they're still good. Like, yeah, yeah. So. so. <laughs> This is the first time we've talked to Boise State on the podcast. <laughs> so I'm pretty stoked about that. Dude, so go when orange, did you go blue. When did you what did you do after high school? So, dude, I, I came straight to BYU. Okay. Yeah, so I actually I uh You said I, you had friends that came. Yeah, so like I mean like there's a fairly large LDS population in Boise. Yeah. And so I was going to Rick's at the time, not like in your plan. Oh dude, hell no. Yeah. I was like, nah. If if I didn't <laughs> Like, I had, I yeah. was like, I'm going to apply to BYU because I had some buddies that were going there. And I was like, if I don't get in there, I'll just go to Boise State. Yeah. Did you want to go to Boise State? No, I didn't. No. You wanted to just move I mean, out I wanted, like, you know, you want to get out. And so I was like, well, but, but I didn't know anyone else that was going anywhere else. Like, I only knew people that were going to BYU or going to Boise State. And so I was like, well, I'll just go to Boise State, like, if I don't. Get in. So, but I got accepted to BYU, and so I moved down, went to BYU, and with like four, like two or three of really close friends, and then there was like I don't know five or six other people I knew from school. But how old are you? Thirty-five. Okay. So when did you? Graduate? So this is the graduate two thousand. Okay. Started in the fall of two thousand at BYU. Went for a year, and then I went on a mission. That's right. I got got mission. Yeah, on dude. Where did you go on your mission? <laughs> Dude, we've talked about. I know this. we have, but I don't remember. <laughs> I went to Denver. This is this is our Craig connection, dude. I didn't know that. I don't think we've ever talked about I, this. I swear I, we talked no, about this. No, because I totally would have remembered. Okay, so this that. is our, I didn't know that. This is our Craig connection. Let's do like, it. dude, my very first area was rifle. Really? Yeah, dude. That what mission was that considered? Den- at the time, it was Denver North. That's which like, is weird. It went from Grand Junction yeah. all the way yeah, to Denver and up area. into Nebraska. Like the whole mission. Did. That's gnarly, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. 
So my first area was dude, rifle, rifle, Colorado. Has a, rifle has a Costco now, dude. What? Yeah, dude. we we just went to Denver and we stopped at the Costco. Dude, I haven't driven through and since yeah. I drove back from Kansas City. I ended up going on seventy, and I at the time they they had just got, this is like ten years ago. I'm trying to think of that's a huge area. They had just got a Walmart. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Walmart's because because yeah. um, uh, Glenwood had the Walmart, so that you had to drive up to Glenwood or go to Grand Junction. If you wanted to go to Costco, yeah. you had to go to Grand J. So that is. I'm the just, whole the whole mission I'm was that big. I'm just thinking so, of that area. Dude, that is insane. It went everywhere from like Grand Junction. It went all the way down to Montrose. Okay. So Montrose in the south, like up to Grand Junction, up to like Rangeley, and up into Wyoming, and then over to Nebraska, and then back in through Colorado. That's like, nuts, dude. It was I, huge. I, you know where Craig is? Yeah, dude. That's where, that's where I, I'm from. I've been to Craig, yeah, yeah. dude. That's where I was born. I know, man. That's I crazy. Swear, this is where I was like, I swear we talked know. about I don't this because I knew have, you were man. from Craig. That's gnarly. So the so I was in rifle and then um, the zone leader like mission companionship was in. So Craig. Hold, okay, when you you open your mission call and it says Denver, dude, I was so bummed. Really? <laughs> did you want to go somewhere like four and like well, way hard? I think I think like <laughs> it is weird to get like a mission call that's only like eight hours away, right? You're like, well, not even that, dude. Grand Junction's like three and a half well, hours. I, I get Denver but proper, Den- but yeah, Denver, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I think obviously when you're yeah, like, Grand Junction's like when four you're hours, like, oh, right? I'm going on a mission. You're like <laughs> in your head, like you hear of everyone. Like I had buddies that were like, my my buddy went to Russia yeah. and some dude went to New Zealand, Mongolia. Yeah, and I'm just like, and so yeah, you're getting all stoked, right? Like, oh, I'm gonna open this thing, dude. And you're reading through, and you're just like, Denver, Colorado. <laughs> And, like, seriously, I still remember there was, like, four or five people in the room, and no one said anything, dude. And my parents were on the phone, and I kind of took a pause, and my dad chimed in after probably, like, ten seconds. He's like, are you all right? <laughs> like, you weren't pumped at all? I was just like— That's kind of weird. That's a weird, like— but, but very quickly, I turned to, like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, No, thank you. Like, write a letter back. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks, but no thanks. Like, at least you didn't have to get any, like, crazy shots. It was like, just get on. We, we'll drive you there, for God's yeah. sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and, and as much as it would have been rad, like, I mean, I even to this day, I'm like, oh, it would have been cool, like, to learn another language. Because that, that shit comes in handy. Yeah, for sure. I well, still just look back. Spanish, really. <laughs> well, Spanish, or, like, I was in L.A. last weekend, and I'm like, oh, like, if you knew, like, Chinese yeah, or yeah. Korean or something like that, be... I was at this Korean function. That's why Korean brought it. But, uh, but I look back now and I'm like, you know what, dude? I had a car for most of the time. I had heat, air conditioning. I got fed so where every was, single night. Where was your? Were you based in Rifle the whole time? No, no, no. Okay. So like, you change areas. They have like transfers, right? Like every six weeks, and you could move or you could stay. So I was in Rifle for four months, four and a half months. That is so like. When you think of like weird cities here, you think of like Logan or like Spanish Fork, like weird like small cities. But like if you've ever been to Rifle, you're like, why the hell would they send people to Rifle? And they didn't have a Walmart or Costco then. (laughs) I mean, it was like, and our but our area in Rifle went from uh, parachute, yeah, yeah. Up to Castledale or what's that? It's like just sh- shy of Glenwood Springs. It's Castle something, right? Castle yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Up to Meeker. Okay. So it was like thirty miles up to Meeker, fifteen miles it's east west. It's weird because there's nothing really in between any no, of those cities. No. Yeah. 
So, but we, so we spent most of our time in rifle, and then like and like all the little areas around. So, were you rifles. ever actually in Denver at all? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I was in rifle, and then I went to like Lakewood, and then Golden. Um, I'm trying sur- to think now. Golden, the surrounding, like, suburban yeah. Area. But then I was in uh like we didn't have downtown. That was in like a different mission. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was like right there. Like I was. So pretty much everything along like. We, 70, right? 70 and and 25 okay. until just, like, north of Denver, like okay. North Glen and that area. It started cutting out, out into the plains. Gotcha. Um, and then, like, a year into it, they, like, created so a new mission, like, so they, like, changed like, a bunch of stuff. But. Were you, like, Frisco and, like, uh, Breckenridge? Any of that I stuff? didn't have it, okay. but when I was in Golden, I was with – uh, dude who was like a leader and that was all in our like, like the Idaho, zone. Idaho Springs is in yeah so like yeah. that was all in our zone so we would like travel there and that area was so dope yeah, like yeah, it was cool. so awesome I was there basically in the winter so we'd always rally up there and that's what I I never knew that there's yeah, no way dude. there's no way we've had this talk before because <laughs> we would have just gone up and down the freeway and been like what about this city what about this oh, city? dude I mean yeah looking back now it's like that I mean, yeah if if anyone's ever been to rifle like I still remember reading the um like I was interested like oh what rifle literally like, it was why named it becomes rifle, yeah. because someone found a rifle <laughs> sitting next to a tree Holy shit Like that was the story like That's amazing. in in the city hall yeah. like oh Joe Johnson I don't know some Did you dude you have like a lot of baptisms out there? No. Not at all. Um one or two. That's gnarly. Still I mean I mean in rifle. Okay. I think like overall like I don't know though. I never really looked at like oh I'm going to try to baptize all yeah. these people so after <laughs> like so after mission you come back to byu or came back, back came back, back home? to byu went home for like summer and then this, so that was like a one to three went home for summer and then back to byu dude and yeah. then i just took the lazy man's way through school what'd you end up graduating with a bachelor's in business nice business baby dude <laughs> the most vague like, when you have bus- no idea what you want to do you're like uh <laughs> i guess i'll try to go to the business school so dude. what did where did you meet Colin in all this? Was he going to school at the time? <clears throat> he was going to school. I still don't. Oh, I. How did we meet? I I don't know how we first met. I want to say it was through this girl we both knew. Uh, but I I might be wrong. The girl he married. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was out of left field. No, some like random girl that we both knew that was like. I think I think it was like this girl Marianne, who we both knew, who had like had like gone to hardcore shows with whatever. So she, I think at one point she was like, "Oh, you should meet this dude I met, Colin." Like, all right, and we just kind of hit it off from there, and so we started hanging out, and yeah, dude, kind of grew from there. And I miss that dude a lot, dude. Colin was like, I don't miss his like weirdness, but I I miss him <laughs> really bad. He had a little, like, a few weird things, but he was always down. Like, it took some convincing at times, but he was always down. When it came to music, he was always down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, dude, let's try this. All right, sounds good. (laughs) But I still remember we were, like, we were, like, in this punk band. Uh, It wasn't Victory. It was this other band, and we were recording up in Salt Lake at some dude's, like, basement studio. And, like, Colin was like, oh, dude, I got to... I have to work. He was like a custodian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think oh, that's when I first met I got, him. Yeah. I got to work, dude. And I was like, dude, I'll pay you 
the forty dollars <laughs> you're gonna earn yeah, yeah. working for four hours today. Like I'll pay you forty bucks. Where is um? Do you do you talk to any of the Victory Kids? Nah, probably not. Huh? Where's the the little Asian bass player? Kid? Ammon. Ammon. That's dude. Right. He got so. Was you, the, did we call him the Alaska? Because he likes ska, right? Alaska, Alaska, right? Alaska, or something weird, right? We got we we yeah, because he was into ska. I'm hey, I'll, I'll I'll throw it out there. I'm into ska. I'm still into ska, dude. Hey, not, <laughs> not on not on this not, podcast. N- not, <laughs> not, 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 not new bands, but I'll go back and uh, punk ska. That's a here's a weird question. Like, there's no such thing as a new ska band, right? It's no, all no. it's all old ska no. bands. Yeah. Like, if you were to start a band now and be like, hey, let's play ska. Actually, like, wait, no, side note. I found a new one recently called uh, the Holophones or Holophonics, something like that. That's such a ska name, too. It, oh, totally. And I came across them because and I was so amped on it <laughs> that I found a YouTube video. Uh, I was down the rabbit hole, and they did an entire ska cover of Jimmy World's Clarity album oh from, like, God. 98. But they did the whole Ooh. album in ska, and I was like, this is amazing, dude. It was. It's go check it out. Look up the holophones. I will holophon- not. I'm not holophonics. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many? Speaking of bands and music and stuff. So, when did you get into like playing drums? Uh, so, I first started when I was like, I there was a dude that moved into my neighborhood who played drums. So, I started probably like fifth grade. Started like getting into it, and I finally convinced my parents to let me get a drum set in seventh grade, and took took like a summer's worth of lessons from this du- this idiot dude like it's freaking bozo <laughs> so when you let me ask you a question um opposed to all the other questions yeah, i'm asking well, obviously yeah. when you take drum lessons what do you what did you take from drum lessons because i'm starting now to like play drums a little bit more okay and i can like if the dudes in my band are playing like songs i can play drums to the songs right but if it comes to like doing some sort of like rudiments or like detaching my pedal foot from like this foot, I can't do ah. it. How did you? How do lessons like like I said? What did you gain from lessons that you couldn't gain just playing with people and learning yourself? Does that make sense? Yeah, and and I think it stemmed from like I was always in music. So even when I was before I got into drums, I was in music. So I think like I had learned to some degree what time signatures yeah. were and. And beat, right? So not necessarily drum beat, but what you know, what a four four was. You're counting to four, and like, and how many bars? Like, very very, like elementary education. But I kind of understood that, and and I was in like choirs and stuff, so I kind of knew that. So then, in I took drum lessons, and this is why I say actually the guy was like a pretty decent drummer, dude. But at the time you're in like seventh grade, you're like this fucking idiot, dude. Like, Bozo, stuff. Dude. dude, all I want to do, and of course I was like starting getting into punk. I was like, all I want to do is play punk rock, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do this shit. And and it was like rudiments. I mean, it was you had to master, and I never did it. That's why I quit drum lessons. You, but you had to master the rudiments. He yeah. wanted you to like before you could do anything else. You had to master the like main rudiments, and so even now to this day, like I still suck at a lot of rudiments. But there are there is a lot of like, oh, okay, I I get why that was important now. But so you start, I started there, and I quit drum lessons, and then really it was just playing, yeah. playing in bands, 
kind of, I mean, the more I played, things like anything else, right? The more you do it. I think that's how a lot of people learn drums is like, hey, you play guitar? Let's write songs. And yeah. I'll learn how to play drums. Yeah, like songs. I know, okay, one, two, three, four. Like I know that. I know this is, you know, my snare is on two and four and my bass is on one and three. Boom, 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 boom. Like I know that. Okay. Then as you start, <laughs> as you start, my sweet sound effects, yeah. as you start playing more and more, you know, then, oh, I can try this. I can do this on an offbeat. I can figure fills out. And yeah, stuff. I can. My bass doesn't have to always go with my right hand or, or hit or a different this. symbol. Yeah. Like a chorus or something like that. Well, and I listen back now, like a bunch of shit that we recorded, like this band I was in in high school and like, oh, it was so try hard, dude. Like it was so like, oh, dude, I'm going to like do all these like. Cra- try to do these crazy drum fills yeah, and like yeah. crazy beats, and I'm and I listen to it now, and I'm like, dude, like you should have just like done what was easy and done one, two, three. Sometimes four. that's it. That's best, man. Like you can have the best drummer in the world, but it's like, dude, just keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> dude, for reals, for reals. So then, like, just playing in bands, dude. So I played, uh, played in this like punk high school punk ska band. For like four years, throughout three years, throughout Who high school. Who was your favorite ska band? Ooh, punk ska or ska? Com- combine them. So my favorite Who's ska your favorite band, band that has horns. <laughs> my favorite ska <laughs> band was probably Boston's, dude. Yeah. I mean, and again, it kind of all they all aligned around the same time. But my favorite punk ska band is Catch Twenty Two. Okay. Were you ever an RX Bandits guy? Never got into them. Okay. I mean, I've heard some of their they stuff. They had, like, horn elements. I got I way into yeah. Aquabats. Gotcha. And I'd still... Those guys are still doing Dude, Aquabats I'm bummed because uh, they were in Salt Lake, they were like, just two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was going to take my kid. He's, like, he loves it, dude. Because yeah, yeah. they sing cheesy dude, They have a songs. show, too, right? Like a cartoon or, like, TV show they or have, they did or something, They right? have, like, the Aquabats super show. I've never seen it. Um, but they but the, the dude who sings for them, like, started Yo Gabba Gabba. Maybe it's I like knew a that. kid show, yeah, a Nickelodeon, yeah. right? So yeah. it's like, so like you can see that now that it's there, you like see all these influences. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, but I was bummed because tickets were like thirty bucks, yeah, yeah. and I'm such a cheap bastard that I was like, dude, my kid's five, my oldest, and I'm like, I'm not sp- paying thirty dollars for him to like. What is speaking of like Yo Gabba Gabba? <laughs> like, what is the most mindless TV show that your kids watch, and you're just like, how the fuck do they do this? Like. Or how does anybody sign off on something so, like... See, like, the thing, like, with Yo Gabba Gabba was it was pretty educational. Like, they would do, like, oh, we're going to teach you about this. We're going to teach you about that. And even though a lot of all shows try to do that, there's this one right now they watch, dude, called Puppy Dog Pals. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the difference between that and Paw Patrol? <laughs> dude, <laughs> Puppy Dog Pals. Like, Paw Patrol, at least they, like, go on missions to, like, yeah. rescue. And there's, like, Puppy Dog Pals, they do go on these missions, but it's just, like... It's so dumb. Is it just dude. bright colors and like zany yeah, sounds like, that yeah, kids are just like, like oh, so dumb. That you but, literally like sit your kids in front of the television, you're like, do this for half an hour. Nah, dude. I'll they, be back. The, here's the thing is like they're not even they want they'll watch TV. They really like the show Blaze. That's the, the monster, monster truck, truck one, right? Which yeah. is really good. It actually is really good because it's like the whole STEM thing, right? Like science tech, engineering, and math. Like it incorporates. I all don't that. watch it. But dude, sure. I have to watch it. <laughs> But what I've my got kids, four nephews and they're all into the same thing. Like do my kids are like they're into Blaze, but what they're into, what's mind numbingly boring, is they watch 
YouTube Kids app on their iPads. Yeah, yeah. And they go to this fucking Hobby Kids TV. <laughs> it's the dumbest shit. Yes. Like, I can't stand it. Like, please, they please turn ex- it to Hobby Kids TV. Yeah. Explain what it is. Okay, so Hobby Kids TV is basically a family of fucking exposing their kids to a bunch of YouTubers. They basically film their whole life, but what they do is they, like, companies send them shit. Toys, yeah. whatever, and they open it on YouTube, I've and got, then and then they play with. Me and Anastasia have a friend whose kid is like into like watching like people open up packages of stuff. Like that's say I think the same thing. You're yeah, talking yeah. About. So so they'll open like it they open and like they, Shopkins stuff or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. then they go these ones they go and play with them. Yeah, yeah. And they and they love it, but it's like that is weird to watch another kid like playing. Yeah, toys well, on YouTube. on your toy. That, I'm like, dude, you have a whole room full yeah, of toys. You've got, you you've go got toys. Go over like, there. I I'll film you playing I with the toys. Our five year old. This is how bad it's gotten. I've had to like, before I was pretty lax on like restrictions on on we call it their games, uh, but I've had to like put restrictions in place because I go outside. This is like two weeks ago, and I'm like, what are you doing, dude? He's walking around the backyard with this stick, and he's like, hey, dad. I'm just making a tutorial on how to use this <laughs> stick. Are you serious? Dude, straight That's up. That's amazing. I'm making a tutorial on how to use this stick or how to like to dig in the dirt or some Your shit. Your kids like are that. smart as hell, dude. Dude, and I was just like and honestly I like looked at him, I was like, I just didn't want to deal with it. So I was like, All right, man, have fun. <laughs> and I just shut the door. <laughs> Holy shit. And I turned to my wife, I was like, All right, it's time we we need to like put some regulations. That's down. funny, dude. So but so they're just way into that, dude. Where'd you get Groms from? What is Grom, that about? Dude, it's just like a skate, snow, like beginner little kids, like little Gromers. <laughs> That's so awesome. like I, I was always like leery. You know how like social media, dude. Like yeah, yeah. people, like people can get fucking weird, man. And like I've never had it happen, but like can like start stalking people. Like we, we, our wedding photographer actually had on her blog some crazy ass lady stole. Her pictures, because they were on her blog, she downloaded them from the photographer's blog. So the crazy lady downloaded pictures from the photographer's blog. Of, like, kids or, like... Of her kids, the photographer's kids. Yes. Created her own blog. And put all this shit up, all these pictures that they were her kids. And, that like, all sorts of crazy shit, dude. So, like, I've always been leery of, like saying their names yeah, like yeah, on yeah. social media so I'm always That's like awesome. oh Grom yeah. it's like this is Grom you're 1 you're gonna start like watermarking all your yeah, pictures like, yeah for <laughs> real so I'm like oh it's Grom 1 and Grom 2 That's all, I've, I've always whenever I look at your stuff I was like why does he do that but that that makes sense man it's, I get there's it. a logical like uh, I do some crazy shit and I'm like to what most people would be like that's really illogical or would piss a lot of people off but I have like very minor OCD and so in my head it's like and I'm a very analytical person, so I follow, like, oh, if I do X, Y, and Z, so even things like like that, right, is an example of it, or loading the dishwasher, dude, yeah, yeah. like, and my wife, like, you know, obviously, being in a relationship, you learn, like, okay, don't do this, don't do that, like, my wife has finally learned, like, just let him load the dishwasher, because I'll totally reload it if she does it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. because I have, like, oh, dude, like, or, and not really loading as much as unloading, because like and it makes me cringe dude and like so are, so I'll ask you are you a do you unload the bottom or the top first or does it not matter I think I do the bottom first why 
I just do. I think that's just the way I've always done it. Okay. I don't really have a reason. See, like, I have a reason. Because water... I think it's got all the heavy stuff in it first, so maybe I take the plates out okay. and stuff first. But yeah, I, I that, see where you're going. I reason. see where you're going. Here's the problem. Dishwashers never fully dry, uh, unless they sit there clean for, like, two days, well, and it's fully yeah, dry. So if you've got a bowl in it, you know, and it's always filled with water. when you yeah. Have to, yeah, yeah, so all the shit on the top gets filled with water, and so if you take the stuff out of the top first, then all of the bottom shit gets wet. While you're taking the shit out on top. <laughs> so then all you have to do is, so you're doing double work. You yeah, have yeah. to take out a towel and dry all the shit yeah. off. And I'm like, just do it smarter. Just unload the bottom first. Is your wife ever like, dude, shut up? Yes, all the time, <laughs> dude. All of the time. That's amazing. Cause like, and like, like all my clothes are organized. Like, oh, well, like if you put your pants here, like your shirts here, your long sleeve shirts here, like it only makes sense. You get dressed that way. I'm like, I'm not going to put a long sleeve shirt on first. I'm learning so much about you today. This is amazing. So it's like, so I have like all these, it's not like major, but this like minor, like it's just like order. You're very, you're a very efficient man. Like, Oh, like dude, you should do it this way. Now I've learned over the years, not like everyone's different. Everyone's got their own way. And I, cause I used to get like weight, not pissed, but just like irritated. And cause I'm like, it's my way's the right way, dude. Why yeah. wouldn't you do it this yeah. way? This is the best way. <laughs> and now I'm just like, all right, cool. If you want to do it that way, huh. be my guest. But like my it. way's still better. <laughs> I like efficiency, man. I like it. Um, you've been going to Lagoon a lot, dude. You guys get, season you, like, pass. Holders. Have you worn out that season pass, dude? Uh, we've probably been you know seven or eight times this year, That's which I think lot. is a pretty good yeah. run. Do I haven't been to Lagoon since 2006, man? Go, dude. It's been a long time. I haven't been on any of the new rides. The thi- this is it's the same thing with like a season pass to like a ski resort, right? Like I have a night pass to Brighton, Brighton, yeah. And I'm old enough now. It's like I don't need to go. Like when I was a kid, you'd go from like 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and just shred. Now I'm like, dude, uh, it's five o'clock. Let's go for two hours, and that's good. So the same thing. Like so, even though we've gone a lot to Lagoon, it's nice because we used to go like once in summer. But you would go all day, dude. So you'd get there opening yeah, at 10 a.m. Yeah. And then you'd be there till 10 o'clock at night. It just wears on you. So now I was like, dude, it's 100. This is my efficiency or like, uh, not really efficiency, but like kind of like fru- frugalness, frugality. Where I'm like, it's 110 bucks for a season pass. It's $50 for a single Every day. Fuck, that's crazy. So I'm like, dude, if you're going to go more than twice, just buy a season pass. Yeah. that's Which I think a lot of, I don't. It'd be hard to believe that a lot of people buy, like, day passes to Lagoon. Well, I, I think that they do, but it's not, mul- like, multiples. It's like we used to do go one time a year. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, ah, it's not really worth but it it's to like, buy more. Yeah, and especially if you live in the area, it's like, let's just spend $100 and yeah. we can go whenever we want for as long and as And our we kids want. love it. Like, they get to, like, ride a bunch of cool shit. And do they love all the weird, like, It's the same it? shit every time. How's but that they cannibal love it. ride? Dude, it's awesome. I want to ride it so bad. I'm not like a like I love theme parks. I'm not like crazy about them. I'm not like I love roller coasters, but I have to like dope up on drama mean or I will lose my shit. Uh, this one's not too bad. Like it's, I'm, it's any my motion sickness. I'm is pretty way bad. Uh, my motion sickness is way bad now. It not it used to not be so bad, but Campbell's not too bad. But it's dope for sure. I think the last time I went, I was on the pirate ship. Oh, and it made me like really really nauseous. So like. As soon as I walk off, I threw up right at the exit and just, like, left it. And people were just like, what the fuck? 
But I want to go so bad. Yeah, I haven't been to Lagoon forever. Dude, it's just about to Lagoon, close, too, And right? it's one of those things where, like, you think, it's so far away, dude. But it's it's twenty. Where from where it's I not, live, yeah. it's twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. It takes us twenty minutes to get there. Are you still in Cottonwood, right? Yeah, Cottonwood Heights. How's it up Sandy, there? Sandy, Cottonwood Heights. How's it up there, man? Suburban. Yeah. Just living that suburban <laughs> life, dude. What do you What are you doing for work right now? So I sell software. Okay. Been doing that for ten years. Yeah. Different companies, but you were with Domo for a sec, right? For like nine months. Okay. Yeah. Or less. Anastasia works there now, and she really likes it. Oh, well, she must not be in sales. She's not. No, not in sales. So. <laughs> I mean, no hate on Domo, but what just wasn't a good fit. How come you travel all the time for work? Is it always for mostly work? for work? Yeah, you're somewhere new every week, right? Uh, I, I used to be not as much anymore, but yeah, like the, this one job I had wanted me to be gone two weeks out of the month, essentially. So I, like every other week I was gone, but it's it's not like I'm gone all week. I'd be gone for like two days, yeah, three yeah. days, adding up to two weeks. Yeah. So, but now I'm not as much travel, um, and and it's because the area, like in my sales area, was in the Midwest. So I was always usually in the Midwest. My the the place I'm at now, uh, is basically across the country, so I can be wherever. Nice. Um, let's get into it. All right, dude. How do <laughs> I'm like looking at the time? I'm like, damn, dude. We've talked for like. How? 50 minutes on other shit. We haven't even hit the Chargers yet. <laughs> well, let's start with Chargers <laughs> And they're fast. skunking so of the Broncos why this are you Sunday. A, why are you a Chargers fan? Dude, so growing up in Boise, okay. you really have no affiliation. Broncos, right? right? It would uh, be the Seahawks. It's kind of a toy. It's, it's almost kind of, in the middle. Yeah, right? it's, it's like right yeah. in the middle. So, like, my dad, uh, like, it was the Mariners and the Seahawks, like, for, in terms of baseball, bass, or football. And then, of course, the Jazz, yeah, dude, yeah. right? It's the closest, you know, affiliation. And so, like, I wouldn't say I was, like, a big fan of, like, Seahawks. It was like, oh, that was the team, like, we kind of watched. Uh, but then I moved – we moved – we lived in San Diego, dude. So it was like I didn't really ever have, like, a team that I watched. So when we lived in California, I was like, you know what, dude? Like, I, I feel like now that I live here, even though I'm a transplant, I can I can at least associate or myself be part of, be part of with yeah, the yeah. team, right? Like – I'm. I lived in this city. We lived right by the stadium, uh, right by like five minutes from. It's a Qualcomm at Qual- the time. Yeah, the shithole or the empty, empty stadium. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we lived like right there. We actually. So you might not know, but um, the Chargers had a, a wide receiver, Malcolm Floyd, yeah, who lived on my street. He lived like three really? houses oh, down, yeah. and uh, I remember the first time. I never like formally met him. The closest I ever got to meeting him was one day he was walking by. I was like, what's up, Malcolm? <laughs> and he gave me, like, a peace sign. He's like, what's up, dude? He gave me a peace sign. That's tight. And then Hell that yeah. was it. Hell and yeah. then he signed, like, a big-ass contract yeah. and got, like, millions of is dollars. He still nah, he, he retired. Okay. I think. He might still be. No, he retired. What is? But he signed, like, a four-year deal with, four, I don't know how many millions. Your, so, so then he moved. Who's your favorite Chargers player of all time? Ooh, dude. LT. Natron means <laughs> he's dead, right? <laughs> LT, dude. Well, so, Ladanian Tomlinson. When did you move to San Diego? 2011. Okay. So he wasn't even playing no. then. He was LT. Uh, he wasn't playing for the Chargers then. I guess he was Jets at the time, huh? Yeah. Is that really your favorite player all the time? Yeah. Or Junior Seau, dude. Also dead. Yeah, he is dead. There's a lot of dead football players yeah. now, dude. Holy shit. But like, but it wasn't one of those teams I I followed a ton growing up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, I think back like. 
obviously like Junior Seau was just a I mean crazy good player. So you always knew him, but always it's like, been Rivers though. Right? Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah, for what since right the year after Eli. I'm trying to think how long it, it's because because the Chargers drafted yeah. Eli and then yeah. they had Drew Brees and then. No, it wasn't a year after Eli. So they had Drew Brees for a couple seasons and then Rivers. So Rivers been like going on ten seasons, not eight seasons. Your kids have like Rivers jerseys, right? Oh yeah, That's dude. Awful, dude. I feel so bad for them. They had one. I'm calling the cops. They had one <laughs> onesie. So don't we gave it away? That doesn't fit him anymore. But my dog has. It's not a. It's Chargers jersey. You but. put your kids in the dog's jersey, dude. Nah, dude. The dog has its own jersey, dude. You're Padres man too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't follow. I'm not a big baseball, yeah, baseball guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, baseball's cool. It's I don't gravitate as well, much. Padres to baseball. have been kind of a hard team to follow. Well, they forever have been very good. since ninety ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the Chargers. You can hang your hat they on like the ninety ni- ninety seven ninety eight. Yeah, ninety eight. I think, but then Chargers were ninety four. Yeah. Well, I was who was I just talking with? That's a Chargers fan. Somebody, but like that team is like cursed, right? Like though they Dude. have a lot of players that have died from that team oh i have no They're idea i'll have to look into it <laughs> see this is how like closely i follow the history it's it was more it's more recent development because of the affiliation of living there like oh i got something to root for now and then and i and i knew i would say new i had met in my line of work the spanos brothers they own the team right who own the yeah, team yeah. uh i had to interact with them from time to time really? and through, Th- their organization, through, okay, not necessarily them personally. What do but, they do? Uh, they got a bunch of business, but uh, they uh, one of their businesses is in real estate development, okay, gotcha. and so I had to deal with their company from time to time. And and uh, let's just say the way they treated the Chargers is d- extends are, beyond just they are, their NFL they ownership. Are not liked people, <laughs> no, for damn sure. <laughs> no. So I would say that Philip Rivers is easily my least favorite NFL player of all time. <laughs> I think a lot of people would also think that. I hate him so much. But why? Ever since ever since that game, they played Denver on like Christmas Eve and he was yelling at Jay Keller. Do you remember this? You might have to find the clip on YouTube. I'll, I'll have to go back. They and were kicking look at Denver's it. ass way hard and Philip Rivers was just jawing at Cutler, like, the entire game. And he just looked like such a fucking douchebag. <laughs> and he's he's never changed. He's that same, like, douchebag. I hate him I, so I much. I feel like Phillip Rivers is one of those players that gets the, like... He literally... I, he, I, he throws tantrums at games. Oh, he does. It's all for, sure, for sure. I feel like he's one of those players, though, and not, not necessarily you, but a lot of people would, like, hate him. But if he was on their team, yeah. they'd be stoked. <laughs> They'd be like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" There was it's, a, it's like we said, lead, like before we started recording. I'm like, "He'll go." I mean, he'll never win a Super Bowl. I mean, he's going to retire. He might go somewhere else after the Chargers, but he's not going to win a Super Bowl. But statistically, he's one of one of the better. I'm not going to say he's the best, but yeah. one of the better quarterbacks. Well, that's what you get when in you the play league in the, the league last, for 13 years. Yeah, you, you know, 10 years. Stats. But even, but even just like in a small like you know you take that big sample set you look at, at other quarterbacks who who are that durable who've lasted that long and and he's he, again he's one of those dudes like you kind of love to hate him but if he was on your team I love to hate you'd him. be like yeah dude like there was actually a second 
right after Peyton Manning was going to retire from Denver, where I think Rivers' contract was up at the same yeah, time. Yeah, he was a and renewing. I'm like, I think they might sign Philip Rivers, like which, in hindsight, like maybe they like could have taken a look at him because of what they have. Now what they have? Is what do they have now? Fucking garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't think I could have rooted for a <laughs> Philip Rivers like led Denver team, dude. I couldn't do it. I had a hard time doing it with Peyton Manning, dude. I could not <laughs> see. F- I can't stand the way he throws the football. Philip Rivers? He just. Has I can't either, dude. His mechanics that are weird, horrible, like, dude. Like, it's like a shot put. Yeah, it's, it's like a shot put. I don't know how he's been in the league for that long with that. Which kind of blows my mind because it's his mechanics aren't. I'm not a quarterback coach, but I'm like, dude, it's easy to see your throw that spiral. Son. Yeah, like, dude, like, <laughs> but he can put that ball where it needs to be, and he's got a he's got a good arm. I mean, look, he, it's like we were saying before, like. You're not going to make it in in the league if you're not a good quarterback. Yeah. Well, uh, you're not going to have success in the league if you're not a good quarterback. If your team doesn't have a good quarterback. I, yeah. But I do think as much success as, as he's had, like, as statistically, like, dude, the Chargers are, like, a shithole of an organization yeah. in terms of giving supporting pieces. I think they're they're a lot better now than they were, but it's, like, from coaching on down, dude, I'd like I think that I think Anthony Anthony Lynn will do a good job. Like yeah, they've sucked. They're the first decent the right first now. part of this year. They're starting to turn a little yeah. bit of tide. They're starting to get better. And I think that you kind of see that culture maybe taking over, but it's like but they've but I think they've also started to do a lot better over the last few years in terms of we we talked about you have to have an elite quarterback and a strong D dude because if you on offense, you can plug. I mean, you gotta have a good offensive line, but you can basically plug in role players and like, like, dude, Travis Benjamin. I mean, like, <laughs> scored two touchdowns on Sunday. You know what I mean? And but on D, like, you've got to have a great defense, dude. And I think they've done fairly well in the draft over the last couple of years of getting really good defenders. So we'll see. I'll still cheer him on though, dude. It's like I get your weekly text, dude. <laughs> like Tyler texts me <clears throat> on Saturdays. And Sundays, dude, about the Cougs let's, uh, and the Chargers. Let's dude. get it, let's get into those old Cougs real dude, fast. Before we do that, why are you an Arsenal fan? <laughs> I always wonder how American people yeah. pick an EPL squad. So one hundred percent. I had a really good friend my last year of college okay. who was an Arsenal fan. I, I honestly think everyone has a weird story like that. Like, like that was it. It wasn't like Oh, like a lot of people are like, oh, like, because let, let's be honest, how many American people who are into soccer, how many people do you think have been to like England to like oh, see a team? Very or like, few. I've always wondered like where they get their like, how their it's fandom either, comes up. Especially like, like in your, YouTube. your story, like I knew a person who liked them, so now I like them. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's as easy as that. Like in Utah, there's the dudes who like serve their missions there. Yeah. So like, oh yeah, like my little brother went to the Manchester mission, but he's so not. He's a, he's a Liverpool fan. He served a lot of time in okay. Liverpool. Gotcha. So he's a Liverpool fan, and that that's how he like caught on. I think, like I said, for me, it was like I had a really good. Actually, dude, uh, the lead singer Victory on the recording. Was after he, after was he an you Arsenal left, fan, really? yeah, he was yeah. an Arsenal fan, and I remember him telling me like. Like, all this historical, like, oh, this, all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> and I started, like, cheering for it. So them. are you up every morning watching Dude, EPL and stuff? Sun- every Saturday and Sunday. Oh, I mean, if it's hella early, then I'm recording how it. Is, how is Arsenal this year? Uh, Who's the best team in the EPL right now? Right now? 
I don't even know who's the top of the table. I was gonna. I Chelsea, was looking for that. Was Man, like, Man U. Who's at the top of the table? Chelsea. <laughs> I mean, look like if you're if you're in America and you're an EPL fan, more than likely you're a fan of one of four teams. Chelsea. Let me guess. Chelsea, Liverpool, Man U, Arsenal, United, maybe. Uh, see, I, see, I would say in most recent years, Man City, yeah. United. Chelsea, Chelsea for sure, yeah. or Arsenal. Yeah, I gotcha. Leicester. Leicester. Crystal Palace. <laughs> Is it Leicester? Leicester. There's Leicester. Crystal Palace. It looks dude. like Leicester. Leicester. I had a dude I worked with who was from Nor. It looks like Norwich, Nor- but it's Norwich. Is it Norwich? Norwich. Yeah. But uh, he, so he's a Norwich fan, but he grew up there. Nice. So, oh, yeah. But yeah, other than that, dude, like, so I feel like you're one of those four. So yeah, I just had a buddy who, like, and I have no shame in being like, yeah, I had a friend who. Liked Arsenal, <laughs> so let's uh let's finish it off with some Cougs talk, man. Dude, let's um I'll ask you straight up. Did you side note? Did you see the news today? No, I didn't. Yeah, dude, Ty's gone. No, oh, no damn not, it, damn not it. that crazy. What's the news, <clears throat> dude? The running back had a. Did you see that? But it's from he got busted okay, two, yeah, weeks yeah. Ago, yeah, yeah. two weeks ago. Excited two weeks ago for yeah. possession of alcohol, right? Uh, my, no, of marijuana. Yeah, of damn, weed. The leaf. He had weed, dude. The leaf's on campus, dude. dude. So, but then the other dude who was not who's not on the team had you know uh, cited for DUI, which so, is so stupid. But I'll ask you straight up: What is going on with BYU? Dude, I don't know. Why are they so bad? I honestly, I don't know. Like I, like, they lost I, to a I think, they lost to a really really bad team on Saturday. Oh yeah, really bad. The worst defense in the country. Like, and they only than... put up seventeen points. <laughs> Like, this team had been giving up 600 yards a game. Jesus Christ. And 55 points. They put up 17. West Virginia played them earlier this year and smoked them pretty dude. hard. I think, I don't know, dude. I think, like, well, one, I think, like, once you start losing, like, I've never, like, I, I grew up, like, playing, like, you know, peewee football and stuff, but I was never on, like, super athletic teams. But I think there's this mindset, dude, like, once you start losing, it's really, like, not one or two games, but you're on Four, a six-game skid. Six, it's it's like, really uh, hard to overcome uh, mentally. Yeah, yeah. And so I think, like— Do you think the fact that they're out of bowl play now is like, fuck, man, might as well suck, I guess. I don't know, man. The thing is, though, I think when they first went independent, yeah. But if you're coming to BYU now, you know that. Like, it's not like— Oh shit! When I came here, we still had a chance to like be play for a conference title, and we still had to do this. Like, if you're coming to BYU now, which a majority of the players are in, in my mind, in that kind of realm of like, yeah, I came here, I knew like they're independent. I knew that if we lose one game, we done. We're basically done. We're still going to go to a bowl, but if we can get bowl eligible, I think I don't know, dude. Like. I think there's a little bit of a boys club mentality in the coaching staff, which I think initially was like, cause you had Bronco Mendenhall, dude, like as much as people hated on that dude, like, and he was weird, dude. He was fucking weird, man. But he was very like, I think organizational analytical, like, like a disciplinary, like disciplinary, I yeah, yeah. like, I mean, f- for lack of a better term. And, and so you have now this staff that, is a little more loose, you know, loose, hang, hang yeah. loose, dude. Yeah. Uh, but I think that has played a little bit into the into the downplay of why they're why why they're sucking so bad right now. Because you have this cult, like, oh, it's cool, oh, like, 
versus so you, you need to have that balance though i think you you can't be too far left or too far right and like is this this is the worst they've ever been right dude i mean like historically so i'm 30 ever. i'm 35 yeah. i tweeted this out the other day i said this is the worst <laughs> byu team i've ever seen in 35 years of existence now obviously i don't remember teams from the time i was zero yeah. to probably 10 well yeah till it's about tight Etmer. Yeah. but from there it's like, dude, this is the worst. Like, I was in school during the Croton years. The first Croton year was and, good, man. Well, I was on my mission yeah. then. But, I like, I was in school then, and times were bad. Yeah. Like, it, things but were bad. But not seven losses not, in a row bad. Not and your only to, team yeah. th- that you've beaten <laughs> is in FCS yeah, yeah, yeah. Portland State. And hey, you shout, didn't out, even, shout out to Crowbar, Portland dude, State. Shout, shout out to the, <laughs> the Creek. Uh but not even that. Like they, it's not like they blew Portland State out. Like I went to that game. Like Portland no, it State was competitive. They won, but like the score didn't. Dictate, you were like you, how bad and, of a game and, it and, was. And like you start telling yourself shit. Like oh, as a fan, you're like oh well, you know, it's a tune-up game. They're gonna they're gonna be oh, ready God. the next week. Yeah. And they're so every bad, man. week, dude. Ugh. And so it's hard to say. Like, is it is it scheme? So is it coaching? I think it's both. I think it's both. I think it's players and coaching, dude. But then it's like a chicken or egg kind of question because it's like, well, did the coaches not teach them right? And so then the players aren't executing or the, do the coaches have a good scheme, but the players aren't getting it and they aren't giving effort. It's hard, dude. Do you think, does Tanner, does he play next? Is he eligible next year? I think he's a junior still. Yeah. So, cause he's, not very good. No, this year. no, he's so bad. No, he sucks, dude. <laughs> I and so, I don't know. Oh, that's so. just like, how do you fix him, man? I What's, don't know. There it is. I don't know. He doesn't know. I honestly think, like, uh, I, not that I put a ton of thought into it. And again, I'm not an expert. I'm just a fan who watches the game. But I think, I like, there's kind of these extremes, right? You get on Twitter. It's like the, the whole reason I joined Twitter was like, oh, I'll follow BYU fans. Yeah. But you get on Twitter and it's like vanquish the foe, dude. <laughs> dude. I don't even know. But you get these dudes like, oh, fire everyone, and then like, so you get these like polar polarizing kind of uh, fire everyone or or no, don't fire everyone. Like I stand and I'm kind of in the middle. I'm like, you know what, dude? Some dudes probably need to get fired. Not I and but I think it's more like I think the wide receiver coach probably needs to get go. This is his second time at BYU and. Look, does performance doesn't lie? Does Ty Detmer coach next season? I think so. I think he he, has, needs, he needs more time to implement his system. Ooh, well, that's what everyone <laughs> says. And yeah, granted, it's only year two, but I'm like, I think he has one more season. That's like, dude, get your shit together, or, yeah. and I don't think they'll ever fire. Ty Detmer did. It'll, it's, it'll be like he'll, a, he'll, we he'll, decided to part ways. Yeah, or he'll though. pull like a Gary Anderson, Oregon State, be like, yeah, you know what? Like, I'm going to step down. Just keep my money. <laughs> yeah, you guys keep my money. Like, I'm going to step down. That Gary Anderson story is nuts, right? It's nuts. It's really nuts, He quits nuts, and he's dude. like, just keep my $10 million. It's really nuts. Like, well, that's wild. It's wild. So I think I think the wider – I don't know. If, if, if I were the head coach, right – and I had to make a call. I at the end of this season, I would say, "All right, we're going to keep the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator. Everyone else has to reapply for their for their positions." That's a good call, man. We might have to put you like, in charge. All the other assistants, like if you want to be here, reapply. I mean, uh, uh, Coach Lamb, well, he's the assistant head coach. Like he's not really a 
specific coordinator, he'll he'll stick around as well. But I think you just say, look, if you want to be here, reapply. But we're going to evaluate other talent. At least they have that viral Cosmo dancing video going for them. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> that might be the highlight of their season, right? That might be probably. It. It's, this... it's that and the parachute dude like running in. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. I think, but yeah. So I mean, other than that, I mean, I don't know how you fix it, dude. I think at this point though, it's like you is I don't know as a player, as a coach, you know you suck. Like you know things aren't going well, and I think. I don't know. And and not only does it, it doesn't help that now, like we were saying, you have these like off the field issues, which in not uh, other than getting cited for a DUI, which is never like, shouldn't you sh- should never be driving drunk. Like yeah, that's yeah. stupid. But everything else is like, dude, at 99% of other schools, it's like, dude, you get caught with a little weed. Yeah. Oh, did you want to go have a few drinks? You like to sit out. It doesn't get scrutinized. Uh, the first quarter. Or right. It doesn't get yeah. scrutinized. And but BYU, and, the microscope but, is like, yeah, it's 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 real, 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 it's real sharp. It's not it's not fun right now. No, it's I mean, BYU is like, but I'll still cheer him on. I know dude. you I'll I know still you. cheer him on. Like <laughs> every time I text Gus after a, I mostly just text him like after the loss. I'll be like, dude. And he's like, I know, man, I know. And it's always like they suck. I know, dude, but I, I don't care. I'm going to cheer for them dude, till I die. Dude, t- st- I will, like... Cosmo and crew, I, I'm with you, man. I, uh, I'll i you know, raise my right hand, full admittance. I to, This year's the first year I've turned off a game early. Ugh. Yeah. When yeah. we were losing. Yeah, if yeah. we were winning and I, it was like a blowout, I'd be like, ah, I could probably go rake some leaves in my yard. <laughs> it, but this is the first year where I'm like, we're getting destroyed Where it's not like, and it wasn't yeah. the first part of the year. like the ecu game not ecu uh who was the week before that utah state right was it utah state no mississippi mississippi, mississippi state, state. I, did, I missed the mississippi state i was at a wedding so it was utah state it was utah state game i turned it off dude with like a minute shouldn't be losing left. to utah state no first of all well so here's the thing right you got to Take what's the thing they play for the wagon wheel? Right? The wagon wheel. You gotta keep that the old wagon, wagon wheel. You gotta keep that wagon is wheel. On like campus. teams like Utah State and ECU, you have better. Like, and I'm not trying to be like a homer. You have better talent than those teams. Yeah. Like you have better talent than those teams. So it's not a talent issue, dude. So that's where I go back to. Is yeah. it, it's coaching? I agree, man. So I don't know, dude. It's bad. But well, dude, here's what's crazy. Like, and I'm not to make excuses, but like. Teams have down years, dude. Like Michigan State sucked last year. Yeah. And now? I mean, hopefully BYU can turn it around so hopefully next year because it ain't going no, anywhere. No, no, no. Dude, we got basketball season to look forward to. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up there. We hit everything? Anything else I think, you think we about? hit everything, dude. Uh, side note. Um, Go for it. So I was I, – I think this is important to mention. So that I, I can't even remember how we – it was through Colin. Uh, it was a. It was. We Colin, Colin your, and I were starting to like. We jammed in your basement. To do victory, and he's like, "Oh, I know this dude, and that Tyler. Weird, that weird power plant house, dude. That house was so rad. It was rad. But I still remember. And I'm thinking back now. I remember, and I. It came to me afterwards that like I had gone to like a docking show once, maybe up in Ogden. Maybe I don't even remember. Nice. But like later, I kind of like. Oh, I think we had started chatting, and then I like. Oh, whoa. Oh, like I remember, and I remember being like. Amped, like whoa, dude! Like and hearing the name, like around Provo, yeah. Like, oh, like oh, 
want to jam with those dudes <laughs> at some point, dude. Hell and yeah. I remember like being so stoked when when Colin was like, "Yeah, dude, my buddy Tyler, I'm gonna have him come over." And he's like, "He was in like docking and like been some other events." I was like, oh. I, in my head, I was like, "Yeah, Hell dude, yeah." yeah. Side so note: Do you remember when we played a show in Salt Lake? Yes. <clears throat> and prior to the show. I was doing something stupid, and I hit my head super hard on that speaker. We, I, I remember the show. I don't know if I remember that, though. Oh, dude. We were, like, doing something that was dumb with, beforehand. That was with Victory and your... The Broadway Calls. Broadway Calls, that's right. And I think Living with Lions may have opened. And I want to say Cool Your Jets played, maybe, right? Maybe. Yeah, yeah actually, I think Cool Your Jets and did we play. we went to Sonic afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I remember sitting and, like, you know, whatever, doing, like, a uh, sound check or yeah, whatever, yeah. And, like, before. And maybe I, like, I do remember did this. something, and I, like, jumped up in the air, yeah. and I didn't see there was, like, this big-ass speaker ahead of me. And I'm, like, 90% sure I got a concussion. Did knock you dude. out? Oh, like, I was, like... <laughs> I didn't knock me out, oh, but shit. I was like, whoa, dude, like crazy. I, dude, I had a headache for like five days. Damn. But anyway, <laughs> these are like my random memories. I, um, my wife teases me about this. I have the most random, like I can't remember to like take out the garbage, but I'll remember. When you bonked your head. I'll, like, I'll remember like, Jesus, oh, dude, this, years ago, this right? one time 12 years ago so I hit my ago. head on this. Or like I'll just remember the most random shit. So. Well. Tell everybody where to find you at online, man. Where we're uh, finding you. At Jared underscore Crouch, C-R-O-U-C-H. Couch with an R. That's right. All right. At Jared underscore Crouch. Uh, full on uh, as my handle, but Mr. Disrespect. That's right. That's dude, right. give <laughs> let's, let's That the, moniker given we'll, to me by Tyler we'll, we'll Q We'll close himself. out with why I call Gus Mr. Disrespect. Mr. Disrespect. I think I offered you BYU tickets one time because I would get them for free through my dad. And I was like, I don't want to go, but I know Gus will want to go. And like, I want to say like you didn't text me back about the tickets, and then I saw on your Instagram you were at the game. <laughs> no, nah, and I'm like, what I, the fuck? No, dude? I texted. <laughs> uh, maybe I didn't text you back, but I try to be pretty good about yeah, texting yeah. back. But I think I was like, oh, uh, no, nah. I was like, nah, dude. My dad got me tickets or something stupid yeah, yeah. like that. And you're like, like, oh, I see how it is, dude, <laughs> Mister Disrespect, dude. And for a minute, That's I did feel kind of bad, and then That's I funny. was like, "All right, dude. Well, well, now you're here, man. Yeah, dude. I, I got dis, Mister Disrespect in the house. Just L I V I N, man. <laughs> Living. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate you coming on. You are very cool, and I'm very happy you came down, my man. Same. Thanks, dude. All right, big shout out to the man Gus for coming down and doing the podcast. Like you said, you can find him on Twitter. And Instagram at Jared underscore Crouch, where he posts a lot of pictures of his cute kids, a lot of the weirdos he sees at Lagoon, and just, uh, you know, whatever is going on up in Cottonwood Heights where he lives. But anyways, big shout out to you guys for coming back again. Like I said, for the second consecutive week of podcasts, trying to get those back to back. I don't got much going on. So podcasts are definitely the number one thing on the agenda right now. So, as always, you find me, Tyler Q, on Instagram and Twitter at Tyler Q in Utah, where I give updates about the podcast, uh, where to find it. Uh, go subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. I'd like to get it up on SoundCloud. I have a lot of people hit me up who want to listen to it on SoundCloud, too. I'd like to get it on some other platforms. That would be awesome. But anyways, thank you for coming back and supporting the podcast. Shout out to all my international listeners. I put something out. On one of my Insta stories a while ago, 
when I go to my stats of the podcast on this site called Buzzsprout that I use to update or upload everything, it's got locations of where everybody listens to. And I've got a lot of listeners in Europe and Asia. I've got even some in Australia now, which is pretty rad. I don't really know how it, the podcast, how it's, it reaches out to people who live in like crazy places like that. But anyways, that's awesome. And I, going back to the Insta story thing, I posted a picture of the stats and the locations and where I get all my listens to. And I said, I'd like to shout out anyone who hits me up from any of these countries. If they'd like a shout out on the podcast, that'd be awesome. Here's your shout out anonymously. If you'd like to hit me up with who you actually are, that'd be pretty sweet too. But anyways, thank you listening here at home, internationally, wherever you might be. Thank you so much for coming back to very cool. And that's about it. Have a good one, guys. Thanks. Cool. Very cool. Cool. Very cool. Cool. Very cool. 